The fear of failure was a big one in the beginning. Um, because what happened to me was, I was 27 years old and I was like miserable. And you know, I just kept trying to figure out what my life was for. You know, because I discovered something that the two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day you discover why. I was 27 years old, October 8th, 1985, Hilarity's Comedy Club. Walked in the comedy club, first time in my life, one amateur night, $50. Drove 40 minutes home, cried all the way home. This girl I rode with, she said, why are you crying? It ain't but $50, you don't even understand. I'm born. She said, what you mean you born? I said, I, I know what I'm gonna do the rest of my life. She said, you ain't win but $50. No, I've been praying my whole life, God, what is it? My life got to be more than this. I won that, that, that comedy competition. I went to work October 9th, the next morning, and quit my job. I'm going to tell you something. That decision cost me everything I had. I lost everything. I lost my family. I lost friends. I lost everything. I became homeless. I lived in a car for three years. But I just saw this, I saw this, I saw this vision. I just pursued it. I said, wow, that's it. You have to take chances in life. If you don't take chances in life, you'll never have the life God has for you. If you play it safe, you won't have much of a life. Life is risk. It takes courage to pursue your dream. I just did it. It cost me everything, but eventually, God is very good, man, when he sees you take a leap of faith. He supplies you everything you need. Now, it's gonna cost you something. But most people, most people are not willing to pay what it costs to go after your dream, because you're gonna have to hurt a little bit. And most people don't like being uncomfortable. If you don't want to be uncomfortable, please do not pursue success, because success is a very uncomfortable feeling. And I just learned to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Are you ready to level up the podcast for leaders, entrepreneurs, and business with your hosts, Jose Medina and Crystal Garcia? It's time to level up. So you just heard from Steve Harvey. Perfect example of someone who sacrificed everything in order to achieve his dream. Uh, what were your thoughts on that, um, that, that soundbite? I've actually heard his story before. And it's what's interesting is that it's very similar to a lot of people's success story when you hear people's success story. And when they talk about the sacrifice that they've made. And sacrifice is definitely required to achieve success. And even though we all view success differently, there's something that happens in you when you sacrifice to a point to where it's painful and where you say, I didn't just arrive here. <laughs> you know, I didn't just get dropped off in a bus or in an Uber. Like I fought my way here. I crawled my way here. I struggled to get here. As we jump headfirst into our first episode of our second season, uh, we're here to, dis to discuss success and whether or not success requires sacrifice. Tonic Matahala says, there is no success without sacrifice. How do you feel about that statement? Do you believe that success requires sacrifice? 
Me personally, high level, I would say in my experience, anything worth having requires a cost. Nothing's free. So everything that you try to achieve, everything that you try to accomplish is going to come at a cost of something. Right. Yeah. So that's, I, I do believe that that's a statement to be true. If success were easy, then we would all be successful. In order to achieve success, we often find ourselves in conflict between choices and options. Do we pursue those tasks which bring us closer to our goals and objectives, or do we take it easy and relax? Do we watch TV or take a nap? These are often options where we become conflicted between what we want to do versus what we need to do. Some common decisions include, do I sleep in or do I get my lazy butt out of bed and go to the gym? Uh, do I go home early or do I stay late at work and finish the project that my boss needs in the morning? Do I buy a new sports car or do I invest my money in a new business venture? These are all decisions that can make the difference between being successful and not being successful. Absolutely. And you know, guys, the goals and objectives that you're trying to achieve, they're not going to magically manifest themselves in your lives. You actually have to make sacrifice towards those goals and objectives to truly manifest them. This is honestly how you create momentum towards achieving your desires. And this could present itself in the form of giving something up such as time, money, or energy, and maybe all of them. For instance, uh, we do jujitsu. Uh, we have to pay to do jujitsu. It is not easy to do jujitsu. Sometimes you're tired. You show up tired, and and your professor's like, "You're gonna run around the mat for two minutes." And you're like, "No, I wasn't. I wasn't wanting to run for two minutes." <laughs> you know, that's a good example of where you have to give up your money, your energy, and of course, in your time. And we actually don't live very close to the gym, so on the way there, we spend about an hour driving there. On the way back, it's it's probably about half that time because um, yeah. of the lack of traffic but it's definitely a huge sacrifice of time yeah think for sure it. so yes if um if you want to be good at anything if you want to be successful at anything if you want to be better than average and if you want to be average i don't know what to say to you but mm -hmm. average shouldn't be your goal <laughs> um it's gonna require sacrifice so maybe that's time with your family maybe that's the comedy show you wanted to go to that's during the time that you need to be at jujitsu or that you need to be at your, you know, your daughter's dance performance or, you know, something of that nature. Any time that you set a goal and, and you want to be successful at something, it's going to require some sacrifice for sure. Yeah, it's true. One of the biggest sacrifices often required for achieving success is changing who you are as a person versus who you need to be in order to achieve success. Have you ever had to change yourself to achieve success, Crystal? I don't know that I would say change myself, if that would be the right word, but maybe that really is what it is. Um, even if it's as little as changing your habits, but sometimes you do, you know, maybe you're, you know, we all grow up differently. We all have different people who um, kind of pour into us, you know, wisdom and, and what they've learned or experienced as they've, you know, grown up. All of our parents teach us differently. And so, you know, some of us get different messages. But yes, constantly evolving and changing through the years and having to adapt to, to what's necessary. As a single parent, when I was real young, having to provide for my kids by myself, I really had to change who I was used to being. I couldn't be the young kid that woke up late, stayed up all night, just kind of did whatever it was that I wanted to do, you know, hanging out with friends, talking on the phone all night, you know, because back in the day that was plugged into the wall. <laughs> I had to realize that I had to force myself to get a certain amount of sleep. I had to sometimes maybe I had to stay up late doing schoolwork because I was going to college and, and working as well. 
And maybe I got less sleep than most people because I had to come in from work. I worked 12 hour night shifts and then I'd come in in the morning. I'd only have a few hours before I had to be at school. I had to change the way I operated as an individual and I had to sacrifice things such as hanging out with friends and being a, you know, being a young girl. What I was having to experience and why I was having to change was due to decisions that I made right or wrong. And so I had to accept that. I had to own that. But at the same time, I had to make changes in order for me to be successful in that, that piece of the journey in my life. Sure. But if you, if you think about it, just making the decision to change your environment and like join the military and do something different than what you were doing already in that process, you're evolving. I can definitely look at myself and where I was when I was, let's say, 18 years old and what I was doing when I was 18 years old to what I'm doing today. I am not the same person. Yeah. And I would say anybody who has not changed from the time they were 18 to whatever age you are right now, if you're still the same person, you're not heading towards being successful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That sure. There's no way that that doing the same thing since from the time that you were 18 years old is going to get you to. And, you know, I hear a lot of people tell stories about, oh, I went back home. All my friends are doing the same things that we were doing when we were 18 or we're still drinking, going to the bar, hanging out, playing softball on the weekends. And they're not moving forward because they're not evolving. They're not changing. You know, what's funny is um, yesterday when I was talking to my daughter, one of the things that I was telling her is how this happens with everybody. I said, you have this kid in high school that everybody's like, man, that kid's going to be in the NFL. He's so good. He's so talented. And 10 years, you know, 15 years down the line, you run into him in the, at the McDonald's drive through serving hamburgers. And you're surprised and you're like, man, I thought you were going to be, you know, we everybody expected for you to be in the NFL. And I said, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how talented you are, if you're not willing to sacrifice, you're not going to make it to the end. You're just not going to make it to the end, not not to the successful end. So you could have somebody who isn't as talented, who you never thought was going to be in the NFL, that woke up early, worked out, you know, tried tried to gain muscle mass, looked up things on on YouTube, and started doing things that were going to increase their game, you know, and that's the person that made it to the NFL. And the difference is the sacrifice. Sure. And you know what? To be honest, in that scenario, sometimes also the sacrifice of those people that are supporting you as well. Absolutely. Because typically your parents have to pay for lessons, drive you to, to practice, pick you. Like those are sacrifices that parents are making in order to, to drive that success of that child. You know what I'm saying? So those are also sacrifices that have to be made in order for an individual to be successful. And then when you don't have that level of support, that can be an obstacle that you have to overcome, you know what I'm saying? And and that leads me to my next question, which is, as you were evolving and as you were changing from, the, you said, a young lady to who you are today, how did others accept or not accept that change that was taking place in you? Did you see like people being more supportive, less supportive, questioning your motives, challenging you? Did, did you experience any of that? All of that. And I'm going to tell you, um, you're going to have some haters. You're going to have some people that don't understand your dedication. They're going to tell you that you're obsessive and it's not normal. You got to learn how to how to ignore those people. You really, really do. Even when they're people that love you and care about you, you have to learn to ignore that. It's noise and it's not good noise. So some of the things personally that I experienced were jealousy, thinking that I had made um, some selfish decisions that were self-serving. And some of these things, guys, I'm still dealing with today. And there again, we each have to, you know, walk our own paths 
people don't understand. They don't get to see what's what's behind the closed door. They don't get to see what it took to get to where you are. If you think that somebody, I'll use jujitsu as an example. So our professor is a world champion. If you think that he just stepped on the mat and got lucky and won, <laughs> you're crazy. If you think that he's never experienced pain or loss, you're crazy. You don't just step into success and having having sacrificed nothing. And sometimes you're not going to be supported the way that you would expect to be supported. You know, some people have two parents who work full time and have jobs where they can't take their, you know, their child to and from practices all the time. Sometimes that child has to walk if they're dedicated. They don't live close enough to the area where they need to train. Sometimes they got to sleep at a bus station. You know, maybe your your parents don't believe in what you're doing. They've been raised to think that school is the most important thing. So they're like, you know what, if you're not getting A's, you're not going to be allowed to do whatever your passion is. You're going to encounter those things and you have to learn. One, if, if people love you, they're not trying to hurt you, know that. But also that you have to know for yourself that a lot of that is just noise. And, you know, listen to people and, you know, hear what they got to say. But know that in, in order for you to be successful, you're going to have to learn to identify the fact that that is just noise. Yeah. Actually, I had my mom the other day. She said she said something to me. I was spending some time with her. And she said, man, you guys work a lot. <laughs> you know, she said, you guys work a lot. And again, when we talk about noise, right, obviously it's coming from a good place in her heart, right? right? You know what I'm saying? She's saying, hey, you guys really work a lot. And, and maybe you guys should take some time to relax and chill. And, I, and I, my response to her was, I have to chase money. Money's not going to chase me. I'm, I'm basically telling her, I have, to I have to make these sacrifices in order to achieve what I want is basically the message that I was, that I was you know, giving her. And the sacrifices that we make in terms of working hard generate the, the life that we want to live. It generates the experiences that we want to have. It gives us the freedom to travel and, and be where we want to be. We can't sit home and watch TV and, and also have that as well. So, yeah, we do work a lot, but it's for a purpose. It's for a reason. Right. It, that makes me think about the fact that for people who really do have really big supporters, our coach, our personal trainer, he has a, a kid who he works out that is number one for his age in swimming. He is very close to making it um, the Olympic time to be able to be an Olympic swimmer. And I want to say he's what, maybe 15? Yeah. I think he's like 15 years old. Yeah. His parents are not the pushy parents that you would expect, but they're supportive. And so whether it's his mom or his dad, they drop him off at training. Guys, he comes in early, earlier than any other kid wakes up before school to come in and train. He does it multiple times a week. And on top of that, he'll do it right before swimming, right after swimming. Like his schedule's jam-packed, but he does it because he has a passion and he wants to be successful at it. And so later on in life, when, when people like that become successful, they remember the people who supported them. Because guess what? The people who support you also have to sacrifice. So yes. whether that's leaving, leaving early from work and maybe your boss being like, man, you're always leaving early. Or maybe you're a little bit late on a report because you're like, hey, man, my son's got to be at, you know, at training. When somebody who's, who has that level of support when they're pushing to be successful at something they don't forget that support ever. No, not at all. It is quite possible that you have to completely change who you are to achieve your desired goals and objectives. Some questions that you can ask yourself when you're self-addressing or self-assessing as to whether you need to make personal changes are what values 
must I change to achieve this goal? Would any of my deal breaker values be negatively impacted by trying to achieve success? What habits or activities must I sacrifice to achieve success? What does my goals demand I change about myself? Can I make those changes? Am I willing to make those changes? Those are good questions. How have you changed as a person from who you were before you were successful to who you are now? And was this change positive or negative when you look back on it? Well, me personally, if I look back at the changes that I've had to make, and, and I, I believe that I've made multiple changes as I've kind of progressed through my, my career. And so I joined the military when I was 18 years old. In order to provide for my family, I knew I had to make a change, right? So I was in a, I lived in a pretty rough neighborhood, not a lot of good role models in that, in that environment and whatnot. I was working fast food restaurants and I worked at Taco Bell. At the time, I, I had two children. I wasn't even 18 yet. I'm like, okay, how do I provide for two children? I'm 18. I, I don't even have my high school diploma yet. Like, what can I do? So I had to make a sacrifice. I, I didn't want to join. I never wanted to join the <laughs> army. Never, never. It was never in my plan. But my father was in the military and I knew that it provided uh, education. I knew it provided training. I knew it provided a job, security, a home. And I knew it was going to be a better environment for my children. So I enlisted. In order to enlist, I had to go and get my high school diploma. So that was one of the requirements. So I went and did what I needed to do. And then I joined the military. In the military, in order to be successful, you have to, one, you have to be in good shape, right? Because you have to do good on your PT test. But you also have to sacrifice time from your family because it requires you to constantly, you know, deploy or, or go to the field or, you know, be at training. Um, so that was a constant sacrifice for my 24 years that I was in the military that I was constantly making. Additionally, I knew that I wanted a life outside of the military and that required an education. And so I had to invest in that education. I had to spend time going to college, paying for books and, you know, and those kind of things. Again, time away from my family while I'm focusing on those tasks. There was a lot of sacrifice that was made in, in those 24 years. And in those 24 years, I evolved as a person. I learned things that I didn't know about business and about investing. And, and so then as I began learning more and more about those things, I began to change as a person again, where I gave my money to, where I invested my time to and, and how I spent my time. The first, I would say, like 10 years of my military career, I probably partied more than I should have because my priorities were jacked up and I didn't know that I needed to be f more focused on achieving my goals. So I wasted a lot of time. And then in the last 10 years of my military service, I would say I was more focused on growing my wealth and providing for my family. And, you know, so it was a little bit different during those years, although I may still have partied a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> But, but needless to say, I think that it was always positive. My growth has always been positive. The evolution has always been positive. What about for you? I've definitely changed a ton from who I was before to who I am now. I really do not see myself as being as successful as I'd like to be at this point. I feel like I'm constantly moving in that direction. And I don't settle. So <laughs> I'm never going to be like, man, this is a sweet spot. I don't think that I'll ever think that there's a sweet spot. But definitely I've changed, especially my mindset. And, you know, I, I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, how could you have all these yachts when you know that there's people who, and guys, I don't have a lot of yachts. I'm not talking about me. You don't have a yacht <laughs> at all. <laughs> I will. No, I don't want a yacht. Okay, but um, 
No, but it, you know, I hear people talking about these people who have all this money, they should be giving it away. They should be doing this. They should be doing that. Guys, listen, those people made some pretty serious sacrifices over the years, sacrifices that you probably will never know, things that went on that you absolutely will never know. And something that's really changed me has been being that person behind that closed door and knowing what it's taken pouring all my money into a company and hoping that it'd be successful. Telling my family we couldn't go out to dinner because we needed to make sure that there was enough money in the business to be able to make payroll. There's a lot of sacrifices that are made in order to achieve a certain level of success. And there's a lot of risk. You know, one of the things that, that you heard Steve Harvey talk about in the clip that um, Jose played earlier was about how you have to take risks and you do and it's scary and that takes courage you know your account's negative and you're paying all your employees and you're like well shoot i hope we can eat you know but people don't see that but then that person who's been sitting on the couch who hasn't been making any effort who hasn't been hustling they sit on the couch they pull up on their phone and they're like man how dare this person <laughs> I know that my mindset's changed a lot over the years. I've also been humbled many, many times. I'm going to tell you, one of the things that I think that I like to tell people that's very powerful when it comes to being successful is this. If you think of your life from the time that you're born to the time that you die as a road trip, and you know that you're starting at point A and you want to arrive at point B, the minute that you decide what that point B is, Everything that you do from point A to point B should be to get to point B as quickly and easily and powerfully as you can. So if between point A and point B, you weren't meant to be a dancer, quit wasting your time being a dancer. If between point A and point B, you don't need to be partying off to the left because it's going to place a detour between point A and point B, don't do it. And if you think of it that way, be careful where you invest your time your money, you know, your um, efforts, because it's going to make a difference. Sure. And you you made a good point about uh, defining success. And we have an episode um, in season one where it's actually titled Defining Success. And that's really important because we're talking about success, but success is different for every person. And you need to figure out what success is for you. And success is not a destination. You don't get there and like, yay, I've arrived at success and now I'm good. <laughs> success is a, is, a, is a journey. And as you journey through life, you're going to experience different levels of success at different points in your life. And success isn't, isn't stable either. Right. Once you achieve success, you can lose that success. That success Absolutely. can go away. So maintaining that success is important. For example, and I'm uh, you use jujitsu as an example, so I'll also use jujitsu as an example. You can train, 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 and be at the top of your game, right? And go out and compete and win, and then not train again for two or three months, and you lose so much of your muscle memory, your strength, your reflexes. So your game is not going to be the same. So you're not going to be at the same level of success just because you achieved it. You don't just keep it. Right. It, it takes constant training reinforcement practice so so success isn't somewhere where you get to so so i encourage you if you haven't listened to our episode on defining success go to that episode listen to that so that you understand how to define success so as you're going from point a to point b you understand when you get to that destination it's not over 
Right. Now, sure. w- once you get to point B, now you have to figure out, okay, what does point C look like? And how do I get from point B to point C? And right. then how do I get from point C to point D? And it's a constant journey. It's a, it's an evolution. And it's important that as you're going through those, through those steps, that you're reassessing your values and making sure that you're remaining aligned to your values so that you don't become unhappy. As soon as you veer off the path of your values, that's where the disappointment, that's where the sadness, that's where the, you know, I feel alone. Well, family wasn't a value to you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You're alone because you did not value family. And so now you don't have family around you. But guess what? You're a billionaire. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you really got to weigh that. There's a sacrifice. There's a sacrifice. You're going to pay a price for something. Oftentimes, making a sacrifice means giving up something good for something better. This often requires foregoing that instant gratification. We all want it right now, right? We've all gotten used to the fast food and the fast this and the fast that, and we want to order on Amazon and get it the same day. Like, you know, that instant gratification has become very important to us. But you have to get used to giving up the short-term pleasure for that long-term gain. It's the no pain, no gain mentality of sacrificing now for a huge payback later. What sacrifices have you had to make for long-term gains, Crystal? Time with my family is going to be the biggest one. This really, really hits me hard because really the only regrets that I have in my life, and not even so much regrets because I know that I made the right decisions. One of the things that I told my oldest son the other day, he had asked me for advice on how to be a better man. Once I gave him the advice, I said, you know, that's really my life advice. One of the things that I told him that I felt like I could have done better is in creating memories and experiences with my children. I'm going to tell you guys, I had my first child at 15, had my second child at 16, had my third child at 18, and I had twins at 19 years old. And I might be a little bit off. I might have had my twins when I was 18. Regardless, I had a lot of kids at a very young age. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't even old enough to smoke. I had to sacrifice a lot of time with my family. That's really the biggest the biggest sacrifice that I made. And sometimes it's it's you know, Jose and I'll talk about our values and one of our top values is family. Um this is an area where I'm always a bit hurt because I know that that a lot of my sacrifices were surrounded by time with my family. When I was young and a single parent, I worked as an ER technician. I also did shifts in different areas of the hospital. And guys, and this was before I was 18. I was working 20-hour shifts. They don't let you do that anymore. But what I would do is I'd sign up for a 12-hour shift. I'd sign up for an eight-hour shift. Somehow, I managed to sleep, I guess, a couple hours. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But that was a sacrifice to my family. And so do I regret it? I can't really regret it because the truth of the matter is I couldn't have moved down the path the way that I did without having made those sacrifices. Now... Do I wish that I would have been a smarter child and made better decisions and it didn't put me in a situation where I had to be forced to make sacrifices like that if I wanted them to be in a better place? Absolutely. But I can't say that I regret making sacrifices because then I couldn't have placed them in the position to have the opportunities that they've had. Yeah, that's true. And I also think that um, when you're looking at making sacrifices right when you're when you're sitting down and you're assessing and and a lot of times we don't really go through this process where you sit down and you go okay i'm going to sacrifice this for this you don't really look at it that way typically you just 
you know what you want, and so you just naturally sacrifice. So this is more of a deliberate process, right? Where you're looking at it and going, okay, I want to achieve this. These are the things that I need to sacrifice in order to get there. You sometimes have to look at what's going to be the long-term impact to that sacrifice. So for example, in Crystal's explanation where she's saying, I had to sacrifice time with family, and I also, me personally, had to do the same thing. I had to sacrifice family time as well. And I did the best that I could in terms of trying to create those memories whenever I got an opportunity, but they were far and few in between, not as often as I would have liked, you know what I'm saying? And so the price that you have to pay long-term is some of those relationships are not as strong as you would have wished for them to be. And now as you're older and you've achieved a certain level of success, now you're in the process of trying to rebuild those relationships. You're trying to fix those relationships that you damaged inadvertently so many years ago by making those sacrifices. So, yeah, so so it's not really a regret, but it's definitely something that as you're in the process of planning out your achievements and you're looking at what you need to sacrifice, if that is family time, you just really need to understand how that's going to impact your family. And, And maybe there's a way that you can mitigate that. Maybe there's a way that you can, you know, yeah, I had to sacrifice my, my time during the week, but maybe during the weekend I can spend a little bit more time with my family, which means I need to sacrifice some sleep. You, right. you Absolutely. Just, yeah. So, so now you got to <laughs> sacrifice something else because there's another value that you need to feed, you know? So that's important. Sleep's not your value? <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to tell you, when it comes to giving up stuff, and, I, and, and here's here's a perfect example. When when I was a young soldier and I was stationed at Fort, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, I was in the military full-time. I was working a second job almost full-time. I was probably putting in like maybe 30 to 35 hours a week. And I was also going to college. And I was sleeping like maybe one to one and a half hours a night. I would also catch a nap during lunchtime for the military. I got an hour for lunch. That was sleep. (laughs) I never hung out with anybody during lunch. (laughs) Yeah, neither did I. And I did that. And then on Sunday was the only day that I actually had off all day. And that day I slept. And I pretty much slept like 12, 13, 14 hours. Again, sacrificing time with my family. You know what I'm saying? My wife at the time, she couldn't work because we only had one car. We also had a, a small a small baby that we couldn't put in daycare. So we, we weren't in a position where both of us could work. And so I had to provide for both of us. You know what I'm saying? So, um, And as a result, I lost a lot of time with my family, in my relationships. There's a lot of damage that happens when, right. you, when you make those types of sacrifices. But I was also trying to create a life experience for my right. kids that where they didn't want or they didn't lack. It required me to make those sacrifices. So when you look back on that, do you regret making those sacrifices? I don't regret making the sacrifices that I made. What I regret is not being more deliberate about managing those sacrifices because right. there's other things that I could have done in order to achieve what I needed to achieve. If I would have been a little bit more smarter about what I was trying to achieve and a little bit more deliberate, I think I would have gotten to where I'm trying to get to a lot faster. It's almost like I'm driving cross country from California to let's say Virginia without a GPS. Right. I know directionally where that I need to sense. go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I know I need to keep going. I need to keep going east. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Plus but, if you're deliberate, you make better decisions that don't put you in a position to have to make certain sacrifices. Yeah. And so I, I did have to make more sacrifices to compensate for the waste that happened along the way. You know what I'm saying? The right. detours um, that I took. And so if I would have had a mentor that could have sat me down and said, hey, listen, this is where you're trying to get to. You're trying to get to point B. You're at point A. 
everything you do needs to be to feed that that goal to get to point B. Anything that it takes away from that is a waste of your time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then then I would have been a lot more deliberate, a lot more consistent in, in my achievement of what I was trying to achieve. So All right. that makes sense. Many times what detracts you from reaching success are distractions. Distractions are activities, events, and even people that take you off course from your desired objective and move you further away from achieving success. These things can give you temporary pleasures such as, you know, parties, just hanging out with people, or maybe even just sleeping. They leave you unfulfilled. Things like television, parties, a lover, all of these things can become a distractor towards achieving your goals. And you just have to be mindful of that. You know, you have to be mindful of what's most important and what's in alignment with your values. What distractions have you had to overcome to achieve success, Jose? I think for me, I began my family very young, just like you did. So I had my first kid when I was 15 as well. And so I think a big part of my distractions revolved around growing up, like experiencing life, going out, partying, going to clubs, like things like that. Like I spent a lot of hard-earned money where I should have been investing that money in my family and in future wealth. I spent it going out, drinking, partying, and I just was experiencing life because I had never experienced life. And so as things were happening and I was trying to do things with the age group, you know, my age group, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And while everybody else was going out to the club and I was trying to be part of that group as well. People with your age group didn't have a wife and kids, did they? Nope, they did not. (laughs) And they didn't have three kids, you know? (laughs) So, um, So yeah, I think that's where I kind of found a lot of my distractions. I think a big part of my distractions had to, had, revolved around just partying too much and and hanging out and and wasting time right what about for you i think for me i really think it was it it was trying so so when you have children young (laughs) for anybody who's had children young you know that there's certain things that you miss like i've heard people like i didn't go to prom i didn't have a high school graduation and honestly don't like that's not something i regret i really could care less about that but I did miss out on just being young and not having kids. You know, that, that was all I knew. You know, that was something that I didn't get to experience. So for sure, when you have kids young, I think that you do tend to get distracted because you're trying to experience things that you didn't get to experience. You're trying to experience that youth that, you know, maybe you missed out on. So I think some distractions for me were going out and trying to be trying to be that young person. And I've had some really crazy close calls from, you know, going out and maybe drinking too much and driving, which I shouldn't have, you know, dumb things that I did when I was younger. And I think another part of that too, for me is trying to find out who I was. A big part of my distractions revolved around trying to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, I need to have the nice car and I need to have this and I need to have that. And I need to portray this image. And no one ever told me that that was stupid. <laughs> you yeah. know? And so here, here I am trying to buy this house where I, I don't have no business owning a house and or I'm trying to buy a, a luxury car where I have no business owning a luxury car and just making really dumb mistakes like that, that just kind of, when you look back at it, you're like, man, what if I would have invested that money? Right. What if I would have put that money into a business? What if I would have saved that money? I, I at one point I, I was sitting on probably 100, 150K plus in a, in a bank account in, in one of my businesses that I did. And I, I wasted all that money with just spending. Yeah. And in my mind at the time, I was young. My business was doing well. I felt like this money was going to be forever coming in <laughs> yeah. in the same volume, you know. And I never, I never thought to say, okay, in, instead of trying to, 
you know, floss and be at the club popping bottles and, and be in the VIP with, with a whole crew of people <laughs> like, you know, I thought that's what I was supposed to do with that money. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't think to, to reinvest that money into real estate. You know, if I would have done that, I would be in a totally different situation today, you know? So those are the type of things, the type of mistakes that you make when you're going through life and you're trying to figure out how do I get from point A to point B? Having better guidance would have, you know, would have definitely helped me as opposed to me trying to wing it and trying to figure it out. So a lot of the distractions had to do with just lack of experience, lack of knowledge, you know? Right. That makes sense. Many times we find people who want to achieve success, but then those same people refuse to make the necessary compromises or sacrifices to achieve success. As a result, they remain stuck in the very same exact situation that they're in. They often attempt to rationalize that failure by blaming those people that are around them for their lack of success. They say things like, I should have gotten that promotion. Or, man, that guy or that girl, they were lucky that they invested when they did. You know, they got in early. I didn't get a chance to get in early. Or, I don't have the knowledge to start my own business. Trust me, these are just excuses that are made by those people who are not willing to sacrifice to achieve something greater than their current situation. There's always a way to overcome an obstacle and it requires sacrifice. Absolutely. Making a sacrifice isn't easy. Nope. You know? And if you've been struggling with making necessary sacrifices to achieve success, we're actually gonna provide you with um, six steps that you need to take to determine if you're ready to make necessary sacrifices to achieve success. Step one is to provide clarity of your goal or objective. What is it? that you're really trying to accomplish. Why do you want it? Is it in alignment with your values and your why? Do your values and your why need to be adjusted? Have you ever had to adjust your values to reach an objective or goal, Jose? And if so, was it difficult? And anytime that you go in to change your values, there's gonna be conflict. And anytime that you do something that goes against your values, there's it's gonna, gonna be uncomfortable be, for yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. There's gonna be some unhappiness there. Um, because whenever you're doing something that goes against your values, there's stress. Right. right. For example, when I was in the military and I had to deploy and I'm gone for a year away from my family, that's stressful. Right. And you're trying to maintain a relationship with your spouse or, or your significant other. That is difficult to do when you're gone for a whole year. Yes, there's times where I had to adjust my values in order to be successful and being successful in combat is way different than right, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So so I know when I when I deployed, I had to change my mindset. I had to think of I'm not coming home. I had to commit to, to, to what I was doing. I had to say, you know, I'm going to war. There's a possibility that I may not come back and my family needs to be prepared to move on without me. You know, Was that saying? a piece of you eliminating distractions, you think? It was because in order to be the best version of you in that environment, you can't have a distraction. And, right. and here's a perfect example. Just to share a little story. I was watching a TikTok video the other day of a Navy SEAL. Uh, he was talking about another Navy SEAL that he experienced when they were both downrange. And I, I want to say it was in Iraq. And he said that the Navy SEAL was standing there with his hand over his mouth. And he was thinking about his spouse back in the U.S. who he had found. He had just recently found out she was having another relationship with somebody else. Right. And while he was standing there thinking about his spouse or his girlfriend or whatever that was in that other relationship, he was shot by a sniper and killed in combat. And, and basically what he was telling about was don't allow distractions to prevent you from achieving success. He was saying that this is something that was personally going on with this guy and he was distracted. So he wasn't paying attention to the environment that he was in. Right. 
And so when you ask the question, was it a way to eliminate distraction? The answer is yes. I can't be in combat worried about what's going on in my convoy or what's going on in my mission or what's going on in my move to contact if I'm thinking if about- If your mind's somewhere else. Yeah, my son got suspended from school or my daughter is, is having issues with this or with that or my wife is having an affair. Like You can't be thinking about anything other than the mission that you're on right now. We talked about multitasking before and you go, you can't really multitask, right? Right. You can't do two things at one time. Your brain can't do two things at one time. If it's thinking about home, it's not thinking about war. So absolutely, it is about eliminating distractions. But in that process, there's a value adjustment that you have to make in the environment in order to focus on what you need to focus on. At that time, my values were taking care of my team. Were you able to sustain that change? And did others accept your change in your values? I think that in the environment that I was in, it was acceptable. But what about your family? So if... Did they feel like you were neglecting them? Did they feel like you didn't care what was happening with them? I think that, you know, in the the small moments of time when we were able to connect either by telephone or FaceTime or whatever, I think that was the only opportunity that we had to maintain a relationship. But for example, I very rarely got a chance to speak to my son. And he was going through a tough time at the time. And I know sometimes he was having, you know, difficulty in school, like paying attention, stuff like that. Like, you know, and when I would call home, his mom would say, hey, you need to talk to your son about this or you need to talk to your son about that. And so it stopped being about like, hey, I'm calling to check on you and tell you that I love you and that I care about right. you and that I'm thinking to connect. about connect. Yeah. And so there you're just like, hey, didn't your mom tell you to do this or you better stop doing this before, you know, right. you get in trouble. And, and so there's some disconnect that happens there where you're not really able to build on that relationship. And so when you come home, whether it's R&R or whether you're done with your deployment and you're coming back, you're trying to repair and you're trying to rechange that those values again, right. you know? And so you do things like, I'm going to take all the family out and we're going to go on this vacation or we're going to do this, or we're going to do that. And you try to fill that gap with, you know, buying them things and trying to show them that you cared about them and that you love them, that you're happy to be back. But in that process, there's damage that's happened that you really can't repair right. as quickly as you wish you could, you know, so. That makes sense. Yeah. So step two is to create a plan. Find the roadmap to achieving your objectives. Like I was talking about earlier, you know, how do you get from point A to point B? You know, how are you going to go about that? What exactly do you need to do to achieve that goal? Step three is consider the repercussions. What will be the fallout of your sacrifice? And is it worthy? Will it violate your values? Will it go against your why? How will it impact your life? How will it impact the life of your family, your spouse? What conflict will arise from the sacrifice? Will it impact you emotionally, financially, morally? You know, guys, and sometimes, you know, we tend to think that um, repercussions are always negative or that repercussions only happen when you make a bad choice. Guys, repercussions happen when you make a good choice. Yeah. So if you're making a choice to make more money, it might take time away from you and your family. So a repercussion isn't always a negative thing. Step four, what changes do you need to make in your life to reduce the impact of repercussions? Do you need to adjust your circle? Do you need to make changes in your life? Do you need to make personal changes? Step five, make the sacrifices necessary to achieve success. Are these sacrifices enough? Are you having to sacrifice more than you bargained for? Hey, that's a big one right there. Sometimes you start to realize that you're not willing to pay the price for what you're trying to achieve. And I know there was a time where I had started a business that I realized in that process that I had to sacrifice more than I was willing to give. I had to sacrifice some personal values. And I was like, okay, 
in this business, in order for me to be successful in this particular business, I need to change in a negative way, right. or I need to change in a non-positive way in terms of my values. And once I realized that, I thought to myself, this is not a change I'm willing to make, you know? Right. And so I dissolved that business. It just wasn't a business like I could do and be successful. Yeah, that, that's great. You know, recently we changed payroll service providers yeah. for our business. And when we did that, one of the things that attracted me to this company that we were moving to was the values that they told us that they had. And I actually had asked um, the salespeople when we sat down with them because um, our HR director had done a lot of research prior to making this decision. And she came up with the top three. We sat down, we discussed them, what the benefits were, things that maybe the service didn't provide that we wanted. And so we ended up sitting down with these sales guys. And um, one of the things that I asked them was, what about your business do you really like support? What about this business that you're in? Do you feel like, man, this is a really good business? And so one of the things that they told me is how their company is very big on having their employees do so many volunteer hours a year. And so they pay them during these volunteer hours and they're allowed to go volunteer, you know, wherever it is that they want within their community. And I'm like, man, that, that's pretty awesome. However, in dealing with this company for a little while, we've realized that they don't have the values that we thought that they had. And I had to make a decision, even though some of the things that they offer are pretty good. Personally and professionally, I can't deal with the business that is not aligned with my values. I just can't do it. So we ultimately have decided not to go with them. But again, that's an area where you have to decide is your sacrifice you know, worth it or not. Step six, assess whether or not these sacrifices are worth making. You can do this by looking at your values and your why and determining if they're negatively impacted by your sacrifice. I think overall, that's really the message here. At the end of the day, you really have to look at what you need to sacrifice and say, okay, is it worth it? Is it worth the damage that's going to be caused? Either way, there's going to be, like you said, there's repercussions for good and for bad. Right. So if you say, oh, well, my family is the most important. And so everything I do is going to be to spend time with my family and connect with my family. Well, then financially, you may struggle. Right. And in that struggle, your family may be hurt from that struggle because maybe now you can't afford to send your kids to college. Right. Or you can't afford to buy food. You know what I'm saying? Or even, like, you know, even for somebody who says, you know what, me having a job where I make more money is really going to put my family in a good place and it's going to be better for us and family's one of my top values. And so you take a job where you make more money, but maybe it requires more time. And yeah. so after you've been working that job for a while, you're like, no amount of money is worth sacrificing my family. So maybe your marriage is starting to have issues and you're starting to have issues with your kids that are just not worth it. So then you think, you know what, I'd rather take a pay cut than to have a job where it's at the sacrifice of my family. Yeah, for sure. When considering making sacrifices, it's easy to get tunnel vision and focus on the short-term impact without fully understanding the long-term impact of your sacrifices. For example, if you need to sacrifice time away from your young children for the next 10 years, you might think that You'll have time later on to rekindle that relationship and rebuild that relationship and not understand that the damage may be too severe and you may not be able to repair that relationship. It's important that you consider both the short-term and long-term impact of your sacrifices when you're making those decisions. Have you ever made a sacrifice that negatively impacted you on a long-term basis that you did not anticipate? Absolutely. And I'd have to say, for me, at least that's been most impactful is with my children. When I went into the military, so I started off as a single parent, I had to make a lot of sacrifices in order for me to leave and go into the military. And one of those is with my kids. My kids had to stay with somebody. 
And ultimately, I ended up giving up custody of my kids. And it actually used to, when people would talk to me about my kids, I would physically break out with a rash on my chest. It was because it would get me so emotionally worked up that I would have a physical reaction. But when I look back, I don't regret the decisions that I made. Now with my experience and education and everything and the things that I've seen and that I've done, I can look back and even as a, a young girl, I was young, I was a teenager, I can say, given the experience, the education, and the situation in which I was in, which was my own doing, I made the absolute best decision that I possibly could have made for the best outcome of my children. But the impact of that, that I did not anticipate, was how that would damage my relationship with my kids. Even if that changes over the years, that damage has still been done. And feelings there, unresolved feelings, due to the decisions that I made. And you know, and I think sometimes it's easy to, to assume that when somebody makes a decision that it's not a sacrifice or that they don't care, like, you know, my mom just went into the military and didn't care that, you know, we were young and needed her. And that's not the case at all. But sometimes you have to have those tough conversations to figure that out. But to me, I would say that definitely that was something that I didn't anticipate. And though I don't regret the decision, I'm still dealing with the impact of that in the long term. You know, and I've actually even told my children because I wanted to be very transparent with them that given the same circumstances, I would make the exact same decision because without that decision, they wouldn't be where they are today. And I believe that they were provided with the best opportunity with the most amount of support based on those decisions. There is a lot of people that honestly wouldn't sacrifice in order to achieve success. Also, why they're not successful. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, that's a very true statement. And I would agree with you. In terms of some of the sacrifices that I've made in my career and in my life as well, where, like, for example, uh, towards the end of my military career, I was trying to make a decision on whether I would stay in and try to achieve that last layer of rank, you know? Right. And I was like, okay, do I continue to sacrifice what I want to pursue versus what the military is asking me to do in order to achieve that next layer of success in the military of becoming a sergeant major? Right. Or do I retire now at 24 years and go on and pursue those things that I wish to pursue on my own, you know? And actually, that was a really tough decision. It was so tough that I ended up doing an additional four years as opposed to getting out right at 20. I could have retired at 20. I stayed to 24 thinking maybe there's something else that I need to do, right. you know what I'm saying? So, And I was kind of scared to make that sacrifice. I was scared of, and when I say scared, I don't mean like I was fearful, but like I had doubts uh, as right. to will I be able the to find unknown. a job yeah exactly you know yeah. am I marketable or do my skills translate you know what I'm saying so a big part of that transition for me was not willing to sacrifice my quality of life because I was like okay right now my quality of life is at this level and if I get out of the military and I don't have income my quality of life drops down to this level you know right. and do I want to sacrifice that comfort do I want to sacrifice those things that I can do right now Versus getting out and, you know, going through that pain of trying to find a job, you know, trying to create a life and outside of the military and whatnot. Right. You know, one of the things that I changed actually due to what I learned from making those sacrifices initially is my whole trajectory, even when I started in the military, was that I wanted to go into the FBI and so that was my plan was that when I left the military, based on the education I got, the experience I got, that I would go into the FBI and I would have been very competitive in doing so. However, because of seeing the impact 
that I didn't anticipate with my children. I didn't want to have the same lifestyle that I did in the military when I got out, which the FBI would have been that. So I made a decision that I wanted to follow a different path because I missed a lot of time with my kids and I don't want to do that with my grandchildren. Right. Do you think that decision that you made those many years ago, um, do you believe the decision was aligned with your values at the time? I honestly, at that age, I honestly don't even think I was thinking about my values. I remember how hard it was. Like, there's a lot of stuff I don't remember, but I definitely remember how hard that was. I remember all the different feelings from all the different people who, who were very judgmental about the decision being made. And so there was a lot of hurt, a lot of pain for a lot of years over those decisions. But I honestly believe that they were the best decisions. In the episode when we talk about identifying your values, we talked about subsets of groups of people that when your values align with their values, there's commonality, there's like a good feeling of togetherness. But when your values don't align with that group of people, whether it's at school, whether it's at work, um, personal friends, whatever, then there's conflict because they don't agree with the decision that you made or the choices that you're making because the values don't agree. Do you think in that environment, part of that conflict was because they didn't view your values as aligned with their values? Absolutely. Yeah. But guess what? I'm the only one that's got to walk in my shoes. So yeah. no, 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 absolutely. <laughs> to and, each their own guys. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why I ask that is because sometimes that's the sacrifice, right? You know what I'm saying? That is the sacrifice. The sacrifice is that even though your values may be the same, they may not be perceived the same because obviously you were doing, and I'm assuming this, right? I'm assuming that you made the choice because you wanted to put your family in a better position. And the best way that you knew how to do that at that time was to make this sacrifice. I did. Yeah. And so it wasn't that your values weren't aligned. You see what I'm saying? Like your values were still the same. It was just the sacrifice that you were making. Nobody else could understand that sacrifice. Nobody else could imagine making that sacrifice. And therefore the values conflicted. Right. You know, so that's, that's pretty insightful to see. There's a lot of things that people sacrifice in order to achieve success, and some people aren't willing to. The following are the top 23 things often sacrificed in the pursuit of success, according to Dan Bailey from the Enterprise League. Number one is family. That's Um, a big one. I I think we both talked about that a lot, and I think a majority, I would say 90% of people that, that listen to this podcast or that are in the world, when they think about sacrifice and when they make sacrifices, even though they may not be considering it, it's the family that they're sacrificing, the relationships, time spent with family and those types of deals. For sure. Even when you're single, because if you decide, you know what, I want to be career focused and I want to stay single for a while, that's still yeah. that's still a sacrifice because you're sacrificing starting a family late, getting oh, into a relationship late. So. Yeah. And you see that in the military, too, because once you decide to start a family, especially for a female soldier, that really puts her career on a hold. It does. You know what I'm saying? So there's a little bit of disruption there. And, and that also probably happens in corporate America as well. Oh, for sure. You know, because now you've got to leave work and you've got to, yeah. you know, you have that um, maternity leave and th- those types of things are disruptive to your to your progression. The second one is sleep. Anybody who's worked really hard, you know, man, <laughs> you're yeah. always sacrificing sleep. And it's, that's a funny one, too, because a lot of people will, you know, they'll, they'll make comments about me and say, man, you don't sleep. But when you've been sacrificing sleep for so long, you learn to live off of, you know, three, four, five hours of sleep. You even learn how to sleep for two hours, wake up, you know, work, 
go to sleep for one hour, <laughs> get, wake up, work. Like, it's true. Yeah. So sleep is one of those things that it comes at a price because typically when you lack sleep, and I'm sure Alicia, our daughter, she would agree. <laughs> she's been working and lacking in sleep for a couple of weeks. Typically sleep is where we often sacrifice in terms of time. You have 24 hours in a day. It's really easy to push sleep to the side and say, okay, if I sleep four hours, I get 20 hours. You know what I'm saying? So, and some people aren't willing to make that sacrifice either. So that's true. Um, number three is health. And, you know, actually sleep has a lot to do with that because if you're lacking sleep, it can alter your hormones, everything. So it can increase yeah. levels of cortisol, which have to do with belly fat, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. The fourth thing is mental health. And, you know, you hear a lot of people saying you really need to take care of yourself. And it is really important. A lot of times we push our mental health aside. So and just to give you a good example, not saying that there's anything wrong with you mentally, but if you're constantly work, 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 work and you never decompress, you're going to have some mental side effects of that. So just something important to keep in mind. I know in the military, one of the things that at one time was a little bit of a stigma was for soldiers when they're coming back from deployments to go out and seek mental health. And if your goal is to achieve a high level of rank in the military and to get that top security clearance or whatnot, that may be an area where you may feel you need to sacrifice in order to continue to move ahead in your career. Because, because you know, if you go and you go, hey, I have a mental health issue, I'm feeling depressed or whatever, that can stunt mm -hmm. your progression. As I was in the process of getting ready to leave the military, I know that is one of the areas where they were trying to make some changes and some to corrections. To promote that being, yeah, yeah to strength. say, look, you know, yeah, you can still get a clearance if you have a mental health issue. Right. But there are a lot of questions in questionnaires later on in your career <laughs> yeah. that ask you, have you ever you been do. diagnosed with this? Or have, you know, I don't know if that pathway has really been cleared, but that is a, an area where people sacrifice. Yeah. Well, there's some things like I know CID in the military, which CID, for those of you that don't know, is kind of like the CIA of the or FBI of the military. I know that when I was with them, one of the things that they did was they actually looked at your medical records and they looked yeah. to see what medications you were on. And they were looking to see if there was any type of mental health type stuff. And a lot of that has to do with carrying a firearm, being able to trust your integrity, making sure that you're not going to do something, you know, like bribe somebody for money because you need like there's just a lot of different things that they look at. So there's also a lot of stress in those types of jobs. And so if you're not a person who can handle stress well, right. that might be a bad job for you. You know, you, you may not be a good fit based off of your inability to handle stress right. or inability to handle certain types of stress. Right. The fifth thing is freedom. And so what I think about with that is just the freedom to like go hang out with your friends or, you know, when you put yourself in a position where you're working a lot of hours or your schedule is very confined, it really hinders your freedom to be able to do a lot of the things that you want to do. You know, when I think of freedom, I think of it from another perspective, which is incarceration, right? And so <laughs> the reason why I think of it from that perspective is because sometimes when you don't know how to achieve success, you see individuals and you see them achieving success illegally. I know of an individual who said, I knew by the time I was 23, I would be in prison. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so he's bartering his current ability to gain wealth and gain success on the streets in compromise of that definite future of being incarcerated. Like, I know if I do these things, I'm going to be incarcerated, but I already believe I'm going to be incarcerated anyways. So I'm going to go ahead and make that sacrifice. I'm going to go ahead and commit the crimes that I need to commit now, knowing that I'm expected to spend so much time in jail. It's an indoctrination and some people think that way. And so it's important to understand what you're giving up when you're making that decision. If you're deciding to break the law in order to generate income, there's a risk and there's a sacrifice that you will make in terms of freedom as well. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, number six is games. 
some people could get so caught up in playing video games and, and I probably know people who spend, I don't know, hours and hours playing video games. And sometimes you've got to make a decision. <laughs> like, do you want to play video games or do you want to make have money. a second second job? You know, do you want to drive Uber at night yeah. or whatever? Like, you know, so sometimes you got to sacrifice those games. Like, I like playing video games, but I don't have the time for it. So, you some, know. some people make big money <laughs> playing video games yeah. on camera. Yeah. Seven is social life. That's one that I'd say I'm definitely guilty of that. I have no social life. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. But you know, you can create social life in the activities that you do That's as true. well. So, like we've met a lot of great people where we do jujitsu. Yeah. So. We've met great people at the gym, great people in business. And so, yeah, we're not going out to the club and we're not partying, but our social life definitely takes a hit there. Yeah. And you know what's interesting to me actually about that is that, yes, your social life can be a sacrifice, but at the same time, if you're wanting to beef up your circle, usually your social life is at places like bars and clubs or places where maybe you're not going to meet somebody who's going to challenge you, you know, yeah. to really be in your in your circle and be a, a strong influence for you. Sometimes that's a good thing, truthfully. Yeah. Number eight is fun. Yeah, sometimes you can sacrifice fun because when you're doing a lot, Sometimes things don't feel as fun, but you can make them fun. Yeah, sure. Nine is love. So if you're very career focused and you're not giving yourself time for a social life or time with family, then um, you may not be pursuing a loving relationship. So that could be a sacrifice for sure. A lot of times they say when you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you're a significant other is not on board, that you risk that relationship because the intensity of being an entrepreneur and the amount of time that it takes to start a business, run a business, right. et cetera, can be very devastating on a relationship. And so sometimes that is a sacrifice. You're like, yeah. well, I want to pursue this and at the cost of no matter what that costs me in terms right. of my relationship. And it's a, a risk of, to your business too, failure of your business if you yeah. don't have that support. So yeah. 10 is vacation. Um, this is one that I know that I'm very guilty of sacrificing vacation. We've made a commitment to do more now. I think we went 10 years without a vacation. <laughs> we so did. That's, that's a hell of a sacrifice. And, uh, Unless you count staycations. Yeah, <laughs> we don't count that. But I will say that, you know, after that 10-year sacrifice, we're at a point where now we can plan annual vacations. You know what I'm saying? And so I think we gave up the vacations during a period of our lives so that we can now have better vacations. You know? Yeah. 11 is time. I actually think this is funny. We had a conversation the other day, Jose and I, and we were talking about how much your time's worth. And so the amount of money that I can make in an hour, I'm like, that's how much my time's worth. So if I get anybody who knows me knows I don't like salespeople. So if I get some crazy sales call and the person's wasting my time, I feel like you're wasting my money. Yeah. <laughs> my time and my money. And you think about it, if you know how much time you have alive on earth and you multiply that by your hourly worth, now you can put a dollar value to the time that you give to people, especially when they're wasting your time. Right. And so if you're spending 15 minutes on a phone call with somebody who doesn't add any value, yeah. you're donating your valuable time to that you person are. in terms of dollar amount, and you only have a limited amount. You know right. what I'm saying? So time is precious. It's more valuable than money for sure. If you're wasting your time, you have to self-assess and reconsider how you're spending your time. Right, absolutely. 12 is colleagues, fostering a relationship with your colleagues. I know there's a lot of people that like being in open settings, like cubicles and stuff, and they all chat yeah. and they peek over. I don't like it. I want to be able to work and, you know, I like, I feel like socializing is for after work, not at work. So yeah. 13 is travel. You know, some people like to travel around. I, to me, that's kind of like vacation, but <laughs> you do sacrifice travel because you limit your time. Sure. Um, number 14 is lifestyle. 15 is drinking. 
Um, 16 is work-life balance. Now, this is a topic that's come up a lot over the years, and a lot of people actually seek out paid counseling to try to figure out how to have a better work-life balance because they want to be successful in their marriage and in their life, but they also want to be successful at work, and so they're trying to figure out how to balance the two to where they actually have a good balance and can achieve both. Yeah. Um, 17 is the gym. So there's a lot of time where you have some deadlines. And so you're like, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to go to the gym this morning or, you know, I'm going to have to cut out jujitsu because this is important and I have a deadline. Yeah. So many times I've had to do that where I'm like, I really want to go train, but I can't because I have to go to the job. I got to travel here. Or I got to go there. Or I got to be somewhere else. And it's, it's really disappointing. But at the same time, I have to look at the big picture and make that sacrifice. Right. You just have to not make a habit of it. Yeah. You know, like don't let that be the norm. Yeah. Um, number 18 is a nine to five safety net. And I want to talk a little bit about that just a little bit, um, just because I think this is one that was difficult for me when I was in a corporate job and I'm looking at getting out of that corporate job and going into being a full-time entrepreneur or a full-time right. business owner. A big part of my concern and my fear was the lack of consistency of a regular paycheck. Like, you know, right. I know I can clock in and go to work and get paid. And as long as I continue to do that, I'll continue to get paid. But when you're a business owner and you're an entrepreneur, that's not the case. Right. You got to constantly pursue that additional business. You got to, you know, there's a lot at stake at that point, and you really risk your quality of life at that point. That's you true. Know? So, um, with most jobs, you know, you can go to work, come home, and there's not so many stressors like you yeah. kind of leave work at work. When you're an yeah. entrepreneur, you can't do that. No, it's coming with you. <laughs> yeah. 19 is financial security. So, you just kind of touched on that. But, but you know, it goes a little deeper, right? You shared a story earlier where you were like, sometimes we're at risk of not being able to run payroll, right? Like in right. the past. And I know of a time where um, our payroll actually didn't clear. Yeah. We had a, um, an incident where our payroll didn't clear. And so all of our employees' uh, checks bounced. Guys, we had to pay that out of our account. Yeah. So and not and only that. <laughs> we had to drive around to multiple ATMs and go to yep. multiple different banks to withdraw cash from our personal accounts and then meet up with our employees to pay them in cash uh, to offset their checks and in order to get everybody paid. Yep. Uh, and and as an entrepreneur, you know, obviously we're emptying our, our personal account, which means like now we're looking at, uh, can we pay our own bills? You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but as an entrepreneur, those are the risks that you take. Those are the sacrifices that you make when you decide to go that route and uh, seek success through a business. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember having to stand in front of everybody and tell them, you know, what happened and why, what we were going to do to fix it. And that was, yeah. that really sucked. That was a sucky conversation. Um, number 20 is preconceived notion of success. So, you know, believing that success looks a certain way, you know, like we talked about before, we have a podcast actually where we talk about the difference in how people measure success because the measurement of success is different. You know, it's defined differently depending on, you know, who you're talking to. So even for yourself, mm -hmm. 21 is oneself. So you can sacrifice yourself. Um, this is also where mental health comes in as well. So if you're not sleeping and you're not eating and you're gaining weight and you're, you know, that can be a sacrifice as well. In fact, I've been a fitness person all my life. And I remember getting out of the military and one of the first places that we went to was Minnesota, which is very cold. And everybody knows that I really despise the cold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we gained a lot of weight. So when we first started jujitsu, I remember a day where a girl told me, and we had been working real hard. We'd started the business. We'd done this transition. And so we had really kind of pushed the gym aside. So we had just gained weight over time. And 
when we first got into the gym, heaviest I've ever been in my life. I'm not happy with with my physical state at the time. I mean, it was very obvious when I would be, you know, in the gym working out, completely different feeling. So one day I'm in jiu-jitsu and one of the girls, she was a um, heavyset girl, she came up to me and she said, oh, I think they want us to be together because we're the big girls. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I was like, I am never going to be referred to as the big girl again. <laughs> But, but yes, yeah, so sacrificing yourself. When I look at that and I look at self-sacrifice, kind of what makes me think about that situation is individuals who get into a relationships where they sacrifice themselves for the relationship, even oh, though they're sure. not happy. Or I got to get married because we have a kid and I want to be in my kid's life. And so you end up sacrificing your own happiness or what you want in your life for something or someone else, right. you know? And then you're unhappy because you're not pursuing what makes you happy. Typically, those relationships don't work in the long run because you can only do that for so long. You only self-sacrifice for so long before you start to not see the value in it. But I definitely think that that's an opportunity for somebody to lose themselves, especially in a relationship. I see this a lot with women, especially in the military, when they marry military guys, because then they end up not being able to pursue right. their goals. Because they have to follow them around everywhere. got to follow them, yeah. yeah. And every time they PCS, they got to quit their job and follow their husband or vice versa. If the husband is a stay-at-home guy and the wife is in the military, the husband's got to quit his job and follow. So I see that a lot when you have to sacrifice your objectives and your goals, your personal desires to support someone else, you know? Right, for sure. Yeah. 22 is personal relationships. So friends, acquaintances, mm -hmm. you know, the relationships that you make for a lot of people. I mean, my circle has always been small anyways, but definitely when you're super busy, it really is hard to foster personal relationships and even to have any. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's funny that you say that because I was talking about in our last podcast, I was talking about trying to find time to spend with one of my really good friends, Ezra. That's a personal relationship that I Absolutely. have that I want to foster, but sometimes I have to sacrifice the time that I want to invest in that relationship in order to pursue some of the things that we're trying to pursue in life. Right. Know? The good thing is that he's also extremely busy and makes a lot of sacrifices. So yeah, there's, some, sure. there's some understanding. Yeah. Um, and I, I think when you have the right people in your circle, they understand you know, because they're going through the same exact thing. And then you understand why, you know, <laughs> right. they're not always calling you all the time and saying, hey, let's hang out. Let's go out for a beer or whatever. Because, you know, we ain't got time for no beer. <laughs> like, we got work to do. <laughs> we, yeah. got, we got things to accomplish and great things to do. So that's true. Number 23 is professional relationships. Yeah. So, And that's an area where when you own your own business, it's very important to not let, let that be a sacrifice. I definitely yeah. catch myself sometimes realizing that, hey, like I need to do a better job with those professional relationships because they're important. They're important when it's your business, for sure. Yeah. And last year, one of the things that we did was we made a decision that this would be what 2021 was going to be the year that we added value to our circle, our power circle. Right. So we were very deliberate in saying we want to bring people into our circle that add value to our circle. You know what I'm saying? And so part of working on that professional relationship aspect of it was being deliberate and saying, these are the things that we're going to do in order to continue to grow that circle, that power circle. Right. Absolutely. James Allen says, he who would accomplish little must sacrifice little. He who would achieve much must sacrifice much. He who would attain highly must sacrifice greatly. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are that that is absolutely true. Um, I actually just talked to Alicia about this the other day because I was trying to give her an example and I was using Dogecoin because she invests in Dogecoin. It was actually when we were talking about quitting. Using investments as a 
uh, give you guys an example, I think is great because if you invest a little, then your return is going to be little. Yeah. If you invest moderately, it's going to be moderate. And if you take a big risk and you invest a lot, then when there's a big return, your return is going to be way bigger. Absolutely. All right, guys, it's time to level up. If you're stuck in a rut and not experiencing the success that you feel that you deserve, I encourage you to purchase the book, Seven Best Sacrifices to Success, a productive book to boost your confidence, enhance self-belief, build success mindset, and become mega successful in life by author Pradeep N. Das. Guys, listen. <laughs> Jose is always giving me the craziest names. I really think that he searches for people with the most obscure names to give me. <laughs> and he makes it for me to read it. He, he never reads that stuff. <laughs> the link for this book will be in our show notes. So please go check it out. If you're not too busy... There's you another book to read. Reading books yeah. is good for you. Hey, self-development. Sometimes you have to sacrifice that time. <laughs> turn the TV off, grab a book, and learn something. It's time to level up when it comes to succeeding in life and accomplishing those things that you deem are important, whether that's financial success, business success, success in your relationships, success at work. Whatever it is, it's time to assess the sacrifices that you're making or the sacrifices that you are not making and make those necessary adjustments so that you can achieve that success. Stop waiting for something great to happen and begin looking at the actions you need to take to make something great happen in your life. Let's stop making excuses and complaining about our situation and begin making the necessary sacrifices today that will ensure your ability to success and to succeed and to be undeniable in your level up. <laughs>